From the University of California, Irvine, this is the UCI Podcast. I'm Sherry Ledbetter. In today's episode, we address traveling during these challenging times. Today on the UCI Podcast, we welcome Dr. Bernadette Bowden-Albala, Director and Founding Dean for UCI's Program in Public Health. Dr. Bowden-Albala, welcome to the UCI Podcast. Thanks, Sherry. I'm really excited to be here. Well, we're happy to have you. So let's talk about traveling during this time of uh, COVID-19 or coronavirus. Many people listening to this may have booked plans to travel some time ago, uh, maybe even before the world even heard about coronavirus, and now it's nearing time for them to travel. Uh, What's the best guidance we have for uh, the UCI community at this time? Should they continue with these travel plans? This is a great question. Um, I'm actually a global traveler. I love to travel and I travel a lot for research. And so things uh, that always spring to mind for me are safety uh, and illness and, you know, what's where and what's going on in different places around the world. And will I and the team that I bring be safe? We have, uh, we're in the middle of a global epidemic, some say transitioning uh, to a pandemic. And uh, we're also, at least for UCI, three weeks away from spring break. In fact, I asked my class um, yesterday how many of them were planning on going away for spring break. And about 80% of the class of over 100 students said that they were. So let's think about this together. And some of these, I think, uh, tips will be helpful not only now, but um, as people are thinking about traveling. And people are doing more exotic traveling than ever before. So the question is, what are the considerations? We're in the middle of uh, uh, COVID-19. Um, We've got cases, 60 plus cases that have hit the U.S. Um, So the first thing I would say is that the CDC has um, levels of travel restrictions um, or considerations for restrictions. And their highest level is um, is CDC level three. Currently, there are two countries, China and South Korea, because they really have large epidemics for COVID-19. Um, And so I would not travel to either of those two countries um, because I think the CDC has a very good sense. They are, um, there's a lot of illness being spread in those countries. They are, uh, because of this demand for care, there's under, under, uh, they're probably under-resourced, even if they are well-resourced, there's a lot of demand. And so you don't want to go to a country where if you were to get sick or break a leg or, or have some other um, you know, personal injury that you couldn't be treated um, as soon as you needed to be because the, uh, the, the resources were being pulled in another direction. So I think that's kind of a general thing. Um, you should be looking at the CDC travel restriction levels. There's a number of um, countries on CDC level two right now. Um, and, uh, you know, those are countries that you really should be watching. Um, I also know that a number of airlines, at least U.S. airlines, have, um, have stopped uh, charging for travel changes. And these are the things you really want to keep in mind. You know, if I do decide to cancel a trip, can I cancel that trip? Will I get my money back? Did I have travel insurance? And is the reason for cancellation related to the travel insurance? So I'm actually scheduled to head off to Africa 
in um, oh, wow. in about three weeks oh, wow. uh, with myself and my research team. And um, okay. you know, Africa is a wonderful, very very interesting continent. We're going to West Africa, but it's a very under resourced area. And so the questions I ask myself in in making the decision to travel or not to travel include um, when I get to where I'm going. Um, and I get sick, will there be facilities that are adequate to take care of me? Or would I be able to get out of that country quickly if I needed to? And, um, and I think that, you know, everybody should be asking that question um, because this, this, um, so let me, let yeah, me pause for a second here, because what I'm hearing is, um, first of all, if you have plans to travel, check the CDC website, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, for those who wonder what CDC is, cdc.gov. Um, check it often. Check it daily because countries are moving mainly up. I don't want to say up and down at this point. Um, but then you're also suggesting uh, checking on countries' resources. What's the right. best way to do that? Right. So you should find out what kind of hospitals that they, they have, okay. What, where do travelers go. There are a number of traveler websites out there that you could check. Um, and then what, you know, you would have to either pay uh, cash, and I've been at places where I've had to I literally pay cash in an emergency room to get, um, uh, you know, one attention. of the members of my team to okay. get medical attention, um, and then get paid later by travelers insurance. And you should probably always have travelers insurance. Okay. But um, but the other thing to check, I think, is um, you know, does that particular area or region have any cases of COVID nineteen? Because right. again, if they're under resourced and then they have this large epidemic that is brewing, um, they're really not going to have time for something that happens to you. And so you, so I think that's very important. The other thing is, because we're in such great flux with this epidemic, um, there, are, there are countries that don't have the disease right now that may end up having that. And, and if there was a large epidemic, um, we, you may not be able to leave the country. Right. You know, we, right. we already have quarantine um, or we, we already have travel restrictions into the U.S. from China, for example. Um, and airlines may also decide not to fly there. So, for example, in West Africa during the Ebola epidemic, not only did airlines really restrict their flights into countries with the epidemic, but actually restricted flights into countries that surrounded it. And so okay. getting in and out of West Africa was difficult. Um, and so you need to be able to uh, decide uh, if you're going to be, could you stay in place for a while in wherever you're traveling to? And so that, that there's a big difference if you're traveling with family and friends and airports close, planes don't fly, or for whatever reason, um, either the country that you're in or the country that you left, um, you know, has, has now a big epidemic and you can't go back and forth. So, so if you if one is uh, planning to travel then to what we'll we'll do air quotes a low risk country because again this is changing yes. so frequently you're proceeding with your travel. Um, you, you bring up a, a scenario and I just want to play a little bit because there's a scenario that you just described where now you're in this area of the world somewhere and uh, COVID nineteen coronavirus is starting is appearing there while right. you're there. So what do you do then? The part two of that question is uh, you go someplace, you have a lovely time, you do your work or vacation, whatever you're doing, mm -hmm. you come home, you learn where you just 
were has now had some COVID-19 cases. Now what do you do? Can you talk about those two things? Sure, absolutely. So um, it's a really good question. So, so you're in a country, and when you went to the country, there really were very few cases of COVID-19, and then there ends up with it. You end up being part of something where that that reaches epidemic proportions. I mean, that's what you. Then that means that you know the the uh, likelihood that you have come into contact with somebody uh, who has COVID-19 is enhanced. Um, you are symptom-free. You're feeling fine. You're about to get back on the plane and head back home. Um, you should just go and do that. Um, both countries will already have, both countries will already have um, some, either will have travel restrictions or not. But here's the key thing. You're, you're in this wonderful country that there's an epidemic outbreak. You come back, you're feeling fine. And then a couple of days later, because we're talking about with COVID-19, this 14-day incubation period, if you will, you're not feeling well. Um, so one of the things you want to make sure you do is you want to make sure you, you get you seek medical attention, calling them first and letting them know the scenario. Right. The other thing I would say is that um, if you can keep if, if this is your scenario, then try to keep some social distance between yourself and other people as you're traveling back. You know, traveling is this great flux of people, lots of people in airports. It's very hard to do that. Um, but always wash your hands right. 20 seconds. <laughs> right. um, make sure that, you know, you dispose of, of things that would have saliva or fluid in garbage cans um, and not just leave them laying around. And again, social distance yourself. And social distance really like six to 10 feet is a great social okay. distance. Okay, I was going to ask what. Yes, okay. it's going to be very difficult to do if you had a choice right. uh, on the airplane, see if you can sit by a window, you're less likely okay. to be interacting with people. Um, and likewise, if you're just, if you're just, of course, this will, of course, cause everyone to be asking for window seats. But you are less, <laughs> a little less likely to have as much contact. Um, and you know, bring your Purell or whatever. Oh right. Yes. Right. Um, the other thing is, I would actually bring soap with me. I bring soap with oh. me to any other kind okay. of lower middle income country, just so that I know that I always have um, soap. Right. In case just a bar of one. soap, right? Because it's easier soap, to travel. It's great. Okay. People bring their Purell or any other kind of um, you know uh, antibacterial. Um, and and the key thing is to be very open and transparent where you've been, who you've been in contact with, um, if you need to seek medical attention. Okay, so should our travelers plan to check the CDC website while they're traveling? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Because you really want to know what's happening in the in the country that you left, in the country that you okay. are at, and this isn't a, this isn't just about you know and any other nineteen right any other websites they should check. So I think WHO, okay. CDC are really probably the two websites that are best. Um, I know that you can um, register your travel here at UCI, um, and and I think that's a really important thing to do. And I think most deans and most schools now are asking if students are going away, if maybe um, they could at least let student services know. 
be nice to know right. where you are. And of course, sure. you should always let your parents know where you're traveling to as well. Okay. That's very helpful. That's very helpful. Um, is there anything I, I didn't ask that, that we should talk about? Is it, re, you know, with spring break coming up, we've got summer break will come, you know, very quickly after that. And this is, this is kind of what we know now. So, you know, you and I could be talking again, I suppose. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> things change. I mean, I think so the important thing is to be informed, right. be safe, wash, wash, wash those hands. That's right. Travel with soap. Social distancing, I heard. Yes. Um, um, I also think, you know, keeping the cough and, you know, just oh. not spreading cough, uh, aerosol all over the place, um, throwing away tissues, again, washing your hands frequently, frequently, frequently on planes. Um, and I would say if you're traveling to a place that is a lower middle income country that doesn't have a lot of access, check the check the resources in terms of um, health resources, what you would be entitled to. Um, make sure that all your vaccines are up to date. Uh, if you haven't oh, had yeah. a flu vaccine, flu vaccine is, they're still giving flu vaccine out at Student Health here. Okay. Um, you can get flu vaccine through April. It's a really good thing. You should never travel without flu vaccine. And then the other thing I would just say is um, because there may be more travel delays, cancellations, always have some food with you oh, right. in little packages, okay. little bars. You just never know. I think traveling is going to be during this global epidemic mm -hmm. um, a little bit more burdensome. Yes. But no matter what definitely. you do, enjoy your travel and have a safe exactly. and wonderful trip. Exactly. And if you can, let UCI know. Yes. Uh, we have a, a Zot mail that went out on that, and it's on uh, the uh, what we're calling sort of the coronavirus resource page, which I will uh, give you the information on at the close of this podcast. But absolutely, uh, stay safe, have fun, and have a great trip. That's it. So Dr. Bowden Albala, thank you for joining us on the UCI podcast today. Thank you very much. For the latest information on COVID-19, also called coronavirus, and what's being done to keep the UCI community safe and healthy, please visit ehs.uci.edu slash public health slash coronavirus. The UCI podcast is a production of Strategic Communications and Public Affairs at the University of California, Irvine. I'm Sherry Ledbetter. Thank you for listening.